true God. Amen. In the previous message delivered this past Sunday, we spoke about the second birth. And particularly, there was mention of where the Holy Spirit is and where the Holy Spirit is not. The church, for example, can say that the Holy Spirit is within the sacraments and the rituals and traditions of the Orthodox Church. But it cannot say, for example, that the Holy Spirit is not with or was with the evangelist Billy Graham. And in order to elucidate that, I mentioned synods and bishops, but it was not in any particular reason, nor was it connected per person or situation. And may I further add that when I spoke about the real baptism, that you need to be really baptized, I do with all affirmation believe that when you are baptized as a child, you receive the fullness of the Holy Spirit. However, each and every single one of us needs to have a second baptism, a refilling of sorts, a second Pentecost, if you will say. And it is this experience that all of us must have as Orthodox Christians. And now we are led to this week where we hear of the entrance of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ as a baby into the temple. And there in the temple is Simeon, a great elder, leader of the people of Israel, who was waiting for the Messiah to come and in seeing Jesus, the Holy Spirit spoke to him and revealed to him that the Messiah was indeed finally here. And we are all aware of the song that he sung at that moment. For my eyes have seen the glory of God and so forth and so on. And also there the prophetess Anna prophesies about Jesus Christ and what He will do in His ministry. In all this, the Gospel message says that both the parents brought Jesus to the temple and then they fulfilled all that the law had prescribed and the child grew in strength in the Holy Spirit and he was filled with wisdom and the grace of God was upon him. I want you to remember that. They fulfilled all of the requirements of the law, the rituals of the Jewish people that is, and the strength and the power of the Holy Spirit was with the child Jesus. He was filled with wisdom and the grace of God was upon him. See, we as Orthodox Christians, we need that second Pentecost. 
We need that experience with the Holy Spirit far and above, beyond the time of baptism. Far and above, beyond yesterday, or two years ago, or a few years ago. Far and above and beyond all our testimonies that were in the past. We need it now. And that is why when we hear that the parents of Jesus fulfilled all that was in the law, we have to look inside of ourselves and say, as Jesus Christ was dedicated in the temple, are we fulfilling all that is required for our laws, for our rituals in our church? The Holy Spirit is indeed with us. The Holy Spirit gives us power in our prayer time. Indeed, I have been a recipient of that, most assuredly. But I can say that following that, there has been a seriousness and a dedication to the sacraments of the church. The Holy Spirit will lead us to the body and blood of Christ. The Holy Spirit will lead us to confession. The Holy Spirit will lead us here into this parish. So I say, in extension, of what I preached last week, that if we receive the Holy Spirit as Orthodox Christians, then it should lead us to the sacraments. It should lead us to a devotion to the church and to the experience that you have here, now and this time and in this place during the Holy Qurban. It is through that experience that we are filled with wisdom. Now, we spoke about that in our previous fellowship. And it was said, rightly so, that wisdom is knowledge used correctly. Everyone has knowledge. Everyone has learned so much. In fact, I think this parish is very well educated, probably beyond any other parish in this city. We're all well educated. I think I'm well educated too. But listen, that is knowledge. In order for us to use the knowledge correctly, we must have wisdom. Wisdom doesn't come with just having knowledge. It comes from Jesus Christ. And when the Bible says that Jesus was filled with wisdom, that means He was ever in prayer with His Father. Are you in prayer with your Father, with your elder brother Jesus Christ, with your Comforter, the Holy Spirit? Many times we make ill-fated decisions, bad choices, things that mess up our lives only because we did not have wisdom. Wisdom can come nowhere but through Jesus Christ. We might be well-learned, we might have good positions, but that doesn't mean we have wisdom. It only goes to show that the greatest education and all the books that we can read without Christ can render us to be unintelligent at the least. Let me say, my dear friends, that all of us need to be filled with wisdom just as Christ was filled with wisdom. And when we have the wisdom of God, and when we are making right choices in our life, 
then we will receive the grace of God. Now, in many cases, we've made mistakes. We've fallen short of the glory of God, including myself. But rise up from that. God can give you wisdom at any time. God can show up in your life at any time. And He's saying, don't look back, but look forward. I'm speaking to someone here right now. Don't look back, but look forward. And sometimes the situations are not going to be exactly the way it was when it was two years ago and a year ago. But God's going to make new things possible. Open your eyes to His grace. When the wisdom of God is inside of you and it's filling you, the grace covers you. Have you ever noticed that during the time of ordination, that the priest goes into the kappa of the bishop and he's inside there for a while. And I remember my friend asking me, what are you playing in there? What are you doing in there? Are you playing video games? I said, I'm not playing video games. I was inside there. But here's what happens. The bishop takes the grace that is in the body and blood of Christ and he puts it over the priest. That's what it exactly is. He takes the grace that is in the body and blood of Christ and he puts it over yeah. the priest. So he covered me from head to almost the shoulders. And he has to go inside here. The whole body is covered with the grace of God. Grace is a free gift from God. It forgives us of our sins. In fact, that's more so mercy than grace. That free gift of grace allows us to operate in the wisdom of God. It allows us to operate in the Holy Spirit. Each one of us needs grace in our life. We need that covering. Often we're walking into work without enough grace. You're walking into your family situation without enough grace. You're walking into certain situations without enough grace. You need that coding. You need that presence to hover around you. You know, I can't tell you sometimes when I'm going into a house, I'm going into a situation where I'm trying to help somebody, some folks, you know what I'm saying? And I said to the Lord, I need your grace. Because without your grace, I can't operate. I can't be the person that I or you, Lord, want me to be. You can't operate without grace. You need the grace of God in your life to be all that you can be. Yeah, you'll be somebody, but you will never be all that you can be. Why? Just live ordinary. When the grace of God covers you, and is with you, and you can live extraordinary for the kingdom of God. I want each and every single one of you to pray with me right now. I want you to pray that the Holy Spirit will be strong in your life, that the wisdom will fill you, and grace will cover you. Each and every single one of us needs grace right now. Let's bow our heads in a word of prayer. Oh, Heavenly Father, I thank you for this morning you've given to us to spend with you, to spend with your Son, and to spend with your Holy Spirit. 
so that we can dedicate our lives here in this parish to you. And that we can call upon you and say, we need strength. We need to grow stronger in the Holy Spirit. And that we need to be filled with wisdom. All the books that we learn, and all the colleges that we have attended, and all the degrees that are hanging on our walls are not enough for the wisdom which can be provided from you. Oh Lord, give us wisdom. Wisdom to make decisions and choices that are right for our life. Help us to see what we cannot see. Help us to hear what we cannot hear. Help us, oh Lord Jesus Christ, to have the grace in our life. Grace to be fathers. Grace to be mothers. Grace to be sons. Grace to be daughters. Grace to be uncles. Grace to be aunts. Grace to be lay leaders here in this church. Grace to be deacons. Grace to be priests. Grace to be altar servants. Grace to become cantors. Grace to be cantors. Grace, O oh Lord, to be participants here in this church. Without your grace, we are nothing. Without your grace, we can only accomplish the ordinary. But Lord, we need your grace to accomplish the extraordinary. Let us walk together into homes. Let us walk together here into this parish and be the agents of grace for our Lord God and our Savior Jesus Christ. Let everyone who is around us and with us say the grace of God is upon him. He is able to teach. He is able to preach. And He is able to bring healing and consolation into the situation. Agents of love and compassion. Agents of peace for the kingdom of God. To Him belongs all glory, honor, worship, now and always and forever. And unto the ages of ages. Amen. As a father shows mercy to his children. Hallelujah. So the Lord shows mercy to those who fear Him.